Oh, is she back? Looking for something new in dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, alternative history? They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology. Get the 10-volume box set with 159 stories in full-color illustrations plus 34 articles with writings and art tips. Get the UPRN discount, $125 for the entire box set. That's a $60 savings for that beautiful box set. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Go to uprntalkradio.com, click on the link, and place your order. Share your order. Looking for stories that are fresh and new? Dark fantasy, humor, space exploration, time travel, cyberpunk, alternate history, and more. They're in the L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future Anthology from 24 award-winning authors and illustrators, plus art and writing tips and bonus stories. L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future. Buy your copy at galaxypress.com, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. I'm sorry. All righty. Oh man, I apologize. We got we got a, a southern boy and a British boy. It's 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 yeah. Look at this one way over on the other side of the planet, hanging out. Uh, just left his poor wife over there in L.A. Said, "Oh well, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to Europe, man. You're on your own." <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we have John Goodwin. What an introduction! Nice. <laughs> oh Lord, man, y'all should. I'm just getting ready for the night. Y'all should wait till you see what happens tonight at nine o'clock. Oh my God. Um, we're, um, now that we're in news mode, cause there's two wars going on. It's, um, it's, it's just hard to even squeeze yeah. in the other news. Well, we do get some news in about the emperor. He's, you know, he makes it in there from time to time. The em- emperor, emperor Joe cracker Biden. That's what I call it now. That's his official name. <laughs> I- I'm sorry. Look, I've watched him. Get- so look, when nobody in the middle East wants to meet with your president, you should be worried. Anyway, moving on from that, we're not talking about that tonight. We're talking about <laughs> Battlefield Earth tonight, which kind of- He's your in, president too, Joe. No, he's not mine. I didn't vote for the SOB. <laughs> I'm not claiming him. I, I don't even, technically, I don't even want to say I live in the same country. I live in the South, so technically we don't live in the same country anyway. <laughs> it's, it's, so what were we discussing? Battlefield Earth is what we were discussing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. If I can get it out without getting back into, you know, crazy- See, now I'm thinking Battlefield Earth. Now I'm thinking Israel. So this has got to stop, man. This has got to stop. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, John's over in Europe. He's he's touring over there. He's he's one of these wealthy guys, gets to tour Europe, hang out. He's escorted around, you know. Uh, oh, yeah, I seen him there dead. These two girls in these little short skirts and this lemonade <laughs> escorting him from place to place, man. I was like, I'm jealous is all I got to say. Uh, no, guys, he's over there actually working, as you know what off. Uh, but y'all both welcome tonight. So it's nice to have both on, and really and truly, they are split. I mean, one's on one side of the planet, one's on the other. So, how you like in Europe? How, in Germany, I'm, in, I'm enjoying. Yeah, over here in Frankfurt, and it's it's called the, it's the International Book Fair, the um, the Book Mesa, and it's uh, it's cute. It's the biggest book fair in the world, and so. Um, Although Sharjah is rapidly taking over, becoming the biggest book fair, but right now it still has that. Um, it's it's greatly reduced in size. Up to pre-pandemic, it was about seventy-five hundred exhibitors. Now it's only four thousand, but it's still four thousand exhibitors. Mm, yeah, it's a lot. And then that's so that's you know I, I count as one as Galaxy Press. So there's four thousand different um, exhibitors over um, nine halls. Yeah. Well, how many, how many, how many countries, how many countries do you think they represent? 
I mean, this is an international one, so a yeah. lot of the American ones are just pretty much American. But um, yeah, this is pretty much every country except the uh, the show um, owner or the guy that's the director of the show. Um, when the whole thing happened in Israel, he made this statement like, "Our hearts go out to you in Israel, and um, we're one hundred percent behind you," which immediately alienated the Arabs. So the Arabs pulled out, and then um, when they then stopped doing uh, one of the awards presentations, Israel pulled out. So now the whole Middle East is out because it's, it's become political, yeah. which is not the purpose of books. You know, so it, it totally violates the whole purpose of trying to do books in the first place to try to deal with discourse and you know discussion. So um, the Middle East is pretty much pulled out. Uh, Russia isn't here. Ukraine's here, um, but all throughout Africa, um, most of the rest of the place in Europe is here. Um, obviously, North and um, Central and South America. I just went to a a, um, a party thing for uh, the Guadalajara Book Fair and um, met the, the director of the book fair because they sold out. So I got in good communication with him. So it looks like we'll be able to get a booth there. I'll find out on Monday. To attend because that's a huge that's the biggest spanish book fair but they had they had a big stand at this show here and then um we met the uh some of the um uh i guess sharjah representatives in some of that area there and so we're, we're getting distribution in that as a result of that there's distribution that's been set up so we've, we've been getting a lot of different uh, nations that want to carry our books yeah we're going to be talking about tonight battlefield earth for one is a really popular one but um, and this other yeah, poem been, got me listening to, which we're going to talk about that later in the show. <laughs> I'm serious, guys. We're going to talk about this later in the show. But go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Talk about which later in the show? Talk about yeah, video. Talk about this porn book you got me reading. <laughs> yeah, he got into volume four. He's volume four. Yes. And went, yeah, now, saying? yes. <laughs> I'm in volume five now, so we're about halfway through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, out there, it. isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm I'm just listening because you know I'm listening driving back and forth to work, and one morning I'm listening. I said, "What the hell? What 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 she's doing? Wait, what? Wait, I had to go back and listen again because I wasn't sure what I heard. And I was yeah. like, "No way!" And then then we just went from there and just said, "Oh my god, this is going to be an interesting episode." Uh, well, guys, I'm listening to it. Yeah, John, I've, I've been harassing John about it for a while, but uh, I've been listening to this thing for like a year. It's it's long. And, yeah. and I can only listen to it when I got free time, but it's actually so far. First, first one was a little bit slow. Ever since then, it's been on a steady, steady, steady increase. And there is some great satire, and that's all I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> There's some yeah, really good it's satire. Really, it's really good satire. And it's, you know, really, still, even though he wrote that in the early 80s, it still, you know, bear, bears out to uh, showing like this is what's going on around here. No, but yeah, anyway, one, of the, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about tonight, like I said, is this thing with Battlefield Earth. And, and both Emma and I were like very um, intent on wanting to talk to you about it because of the fact there are two wars working on working right now on, on the planet. And I mean, definitely some people making a lot of money on this thing happening, you know, all these arms dealers and merchants of chaos. But um, I sent you that, um, you know, just to be able to discuss books that have a message of peace, you know, and how science fiction can sometimes uh, be a way to, to communicate peace you know and sometimes the books get really uh, gnarly but it kind of shows the futility of war it's just 
it doesn't resolve anything. You know, and I sent you that one video, the Declaration of Peace, which is a poem that Owen Hubbard wrote about um, the futility of war. And that's that's from Battlefield Earth. Yeah, I'm going to have to switch it over to Google. You have that? Actually, I got, I've got it up, but I got, I got to switch it. Um, for some reason, StreamYard doesn't like Microsoft. It, it doesn't like Bing or anything like that. So it likes Google is what it likes. And I, when I open my email, a lot of times it opens an Explorer. So oh, yeah. Yeah. so it, it, it just it just doesn't like it for some reason. But I'm just going to switch it over to one of the other ones that will find it. Because it's it's I don't I don't know exactly why it's oh, oh we got a commercial plan uh, do I want to yeah, buy that's, a house that's, uh. that's YouTube that's YouTube does it you got five seconds yeah. to be able to click don't, yeah don't okay play. so we're so we're good right there let's pull this in here with us there it is look okay. boot, boot. It's a good message and add the page oh, there we go and let's hit the play button. Dun, dun, dun. What the hell did I just do? See these new fancy dancy computers? I got to do things. <laughs> I don't know that they do. <laughs> just just split into four screens. I was like, "What are you doing?" I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want what to do is that. happening there? Y'all can hear it, okay? Yeah. You need to open it up. Hear me! Out of a hell of shot and shell. Out of this chaos of contention. Let us bring peace to pointless fight. Why do we court the whore called war? Why make of earth a shattered night? There is no ecstasy in killing. Love alone can make man willing. So hear me, warriors. Hear me, mothers. There is no pay in slaughtered brothers. Attention, if your sense is fair, heed that which we now declare. Peace, you races far and wide. Peace, abandon your blood-soaked suicide and now abide in peace. Echo me, as in your hearts you yearn for love, not death. Peace, we have declared it. Snarls and strife must be at end. In peace alone can this earth mend. And now find ecstasy in love. Love for earth. For all. The gods of peace 
have now spoken. Obey! There you go. There you go. Oh, I don't want to start playing. Oh, sorry. Now somebody's fired. <laughs> you just got to love YouTube. <laughs> oh, man. I started, something started playing right there. You see it right there? Um, no, I don't see it now, fortunately. <laughs> somebody, somebody hamburgered it out. Of course, I have no idea where it is on this disc screen. Yeah, I see you have a battle for those painting behind you there too. Yes, yeah, that's that's uh, that's uh, Hurley's face is not Hurley's face. Um, what's his face? Uh, Travolta's face is in there. And, uh, and well, yeah, and then he's down. What's his face is down there running through the fire coming out. Yeah, we can't see it because we're all covering it up. But uh, when it comes out on print or when it comes out on just the um, archive with audio, it'll be that face on there. Um, unless YouTube gets you know cranky about it. Uh, quick note, people, before we go. I mean, not before we go, but um, we're going to be adding Amazon sometime in like the next, it, it's probably going to be with be somewhere around the 28th of the month. Um, it's, it's it, We may have to wait until November because of Halloween and we got some pay-for-view events. I'm not sure. I was talking to Michelle about this last night, but anyway, Amazon is going to be coming to the station sometime in the next 10 days. So you will be able to get us on Amazon anywhere you are on the planet. I mean, you can already get us on, on Alexa and stuff, but you can get us on Amazon now anywhere. You can pop in, watch the television, just like you'd watch any other TV show on Amazon. And uh, I know we get um, two featured weeks, so we'll be somewhere up there in those top shows flipping around for those two weeks so you can find us really easy. Uh, it's a nice addition. So there's Roku, there's that. For my Apple fans, maybe if we get enough people who are interested in Apple – uh, we'll add Apple TV to it as well. We have web television. I just hadn't, haven't added to the page yet because I would prefer y'all to use our, um, well, our allies, you know, meaning Roku and, and Amazon. I'd rather you go there and get it instead of go to our web page and get it. We're not, it's not like anybody's charging for it anyway. So um, it's just, I would, I'm sure they would appreciate the clicks. You know, for them, the more clicks, the more money. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. For us, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, so. I, when you listen, so I've, I've been through now, I don't know, let's see, I've listened, I've, I've watched the movie Battlefield Earth, I've been through the book, I've listened uh, to what we play, it's, 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 and then some of the other stuff I've read of Elrond's, it, it's just, um, he had a good, good view of what was coming, or what was around him that he knew yeah. was, he was going to be immersed in, might be a better way of saying it, because somehow or another he kind of immersed himself in all of this. And when I'm listening to even like on Mission Earth or, or in some other stuff I read, even some of his sci-fi, what I would just call general sci-fi, he just had an idea of where Earth was headed. It's a shame yeah. some of the politicians didn't have the same idea. We might not be in as much shit as we are today. Um, and I did notice that he put it out in stories. It's a shame he never became a politician. Um, because then he might actually, you know, because he can change people's minds through his writings, which will help. But that's a slower track than if you just get out and get in everybody's face and say, "Hey." Well, he spent quite some time in D.C. That's why I know the, that uh, the the first um, 
um, like church that was there was was in uh, uh, the founding churches in Washington D.C. And he went there. He I think it was uh, Hoover, President Hoover. He was that he actually audited on Dianetics, and he 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 went out. He made a whole big thing trying to you know put some sanity into the scene there, and he, and that's when he you know he just looked at it and went. He needs to start working and you know getting people that aren't so steeped into that into the corruption that is you know well, they're, they're, Washington D.C. and other these other major things because like what you see so heavy it makes no sense you know and I I've talked to you at length and I've talked to um, James Rassone, the person whose podcast is currently airing this week he was thirty years in the military in the Middle East and he was um, a um, he, he worked in uh, in intelligence and in working with, um, what was it, Emily? The, he did interrogations. Interrogations. Yeah. And uh, the stuff that happened was just was just right. so gnarly. You know, well, so. I, I've read a lot about him now. I mean, uh, I, I mean, not so much. I mean, I've read a lot of his writings, but I've also read about him. And uh, and some of his run-ins with the press, good and bad. Some yeah. of his other stuff. And he, you know, you know, I've I've been through his Navy career, not completely, but I've been through it on both ships that he served. And uh, there's a couple of things I've I've read about him and, and his his connection with the hospitals and how he got involved and in helping people get their brains straight. There's a lot of information there, but for the average ordinary, you know, Joe. It's, it's going you're to be the, you're the unaverage Joe. You're yeah, well, I'm, Joe. I'm I'm the in between Joe. I'm I'm kind of in between <laughs> somewhere, but it's still, for most of them, it's just it's just going to wash over them. Uh, we were talking yeah. today about you know um, and healthcare, how to get people up and faster, get them away from drugs faster, how to get them out of uh, institutions faster. What could be used? Elron's name came up three times in the conversation, huh? and I and Did I wasn't the one. So I, I wasn't the one who brought this up, by the way. This is um, it was once they had brought it up. I had brought up some of the other stuff. They wait, wait, what programs you said? Darkanon. That's the one. Uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. She just put a book out, and she talked about uh, her father who was on drugs heavily, and um, and yes, and I got to tell you, Emily, it's a fifty dollar fine. From, for, yes, there's a fine for bringing Jada's name on the network. It's a fifty dollar fine. John, send me a check, my friend. <laughs> you see how I did that? So John sent me the check. <laughs> exactly. Another, I'm sorry to mean to interrupt you, good, but it just I, well, you know, it's a good one. program. It's a good one. It has a very high success rate. Well, I, I know it came up because it was some stuff that he had done. I guess it was at the end of world war two, somewhere between the end of world war two. And I'd say like 50, 52, somewhere up in there. I'd actually have to go get the book out again to it around me. No, it's not uh, to be a hundred percent sure. But um, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there that could pertain to the way health industry works today. But for some reason it's too easy. Some of this yeah. stuff is too easy of a fix. And they're just not going to go for that. No, it's, it's an industry. Medicine it's is an industry. industry. It's, it's, it's not about, unfortunately, um, AMA and that type of stuff isn't about healing. It, it's it's about industry. He wrote a book called. He, he wrote a book called All About Radiation. Wait, say that again. 
it was called All About Radiation. Oh. And uh, yeah, he did this whole he did whole research about this. He put together this formula called Dianazine, which helps, like he said, runs out radiation because people were getting radiation poisoning after all the testing that was being done in uh, Nevada. And so because he was in Phoenix and he was he had his Geiger counters and show all this radiation on his on his piano and all around there. So he was, <laughs> yes, was all over it. the place. Yeah. Yeah. So he started doing this. So how to how to get it out of the body because it caused obviously adverse effects of cancer and whatnot. So he had a lot of research he did in that stuff. And of course, um, it was considered, you know, not medical and it wasn't this, wasn't that. And so it wasn't adopted, even though it's a, it's a, a main way of handling, getting rid of, you know, radiation poisoning. But um, yeah, he, he's been, I mean, his whole mission was to be able to help people. And so the people that caused the most backlash were the ones that directly affected by his researches that would like do them out of a, out of a, out of a money scam. Well, the problem is, 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 you know, helping people is great, but if you're not helping the people that are helping you to help the people, you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> you just, you just might as well hang it up. They're going to be against you no matter what. I was reading about the thing uh, he got involved with about the crazy patients going to Alaska. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I read about that and I'm thinking who in the even thought that was a good idea. I mean, really who, who, so we're going to send everybody. The American Psychiatric Association. I mean, I mean, just, just, just when you, when you read stuff like this, you got to go, Okay, was yeah. something affecting them back then? Was there radiation all through America or something that was affecting it? It's just some things are just stupid and should be treated that way. But of course, when you buck up against the system, especially when we're talking pharmaceuticals, then you're, you're yeah. gonna, it's going to cause you trouble. And half the pharmaceuticals own the press these days. So yeah. even back then, so it's going to cause you. Because I could never understand when I first met John, because I'd read quite a bit about it, why he cut such a bad rap because when, when I look at him from, oh, I don't know, maybe 30, mid thirties, all the way up until maybe mid sixties, early seventies, he's got a good relationship with the press. Mm -hmm. Makes no sense. And then boom. And somebody said, Oh, was it Scientology? No. Cause it Scientology mm -hmm. wasn't actually there at the moment. So it had to be something else. So I, I'm pretty sure this was part of it. <laughs> yeah, it was. And um, it's it's just people. Y'all, I know we're kind of skipping around. I'll get John to clarify, but this this was something that you're just not going to hear in mainstream science today. When you hear people talking about this gentleman, uh, you're not going to hear people talk about this either. Uh, it's, and that's why you always hear us say, "Well, do your own research. Do, read a book and see if you know, see if it makes sense to you." And that's that's the main thing. And that's and that's where most of the headway is made when someone decides instead of listening to you know what mainstream media might say or more appropriately what the pharmaceutical companies will say and just check it out for yourselves and you're kind of like wow okay so that isn't true that you know they've got weird trees growing out of their ears or whatever <laughs> hey, I don't know what to think about you guys. You got white things coming out of your ears right now. Uh, oh, no, they're glowing too. You better watch out. It's uh, with Jessica. No, um, no, I, I met John. It's been four years now, I think. More than it was, that. Being, well, it was, it was right when uh, Jim Mars, when Jim Mars passed, yeah. 
I did a radio show with you and we talked about his last days because he was with us, with oh, Emily and myself. Yeah. yeah. And so and so I did that show. And then um, I had Carmen book me again and we did a couple shows. And then you grueled me for the next year or two. <laughs> on, uh, I did. I did. I did. And, I did. and everything I'd say, uh, you'd I, have I, something I, like, prove it. Prove it. So, Prove it. so, so, so these these are actually good people, guys. I've been hanging out with them now for a while, and um, they're honestly hardworking, good people. I haven't seen them do anything that I would consider to be. Now, I don't go to these voodoo rituals, so I don't know about that. But, but the rest <laughs> of it, <laughs> the rest of it, mind you, is all good stuff. Um, that's the only no, way we go. Not, that's um, when we go these, visit you, and you take us out to your favorite haunts. Actually, Denise, to be, I'll be blunt about that question. I'm not, none of the judges are, and as far as I know so far, none of the winners have been either. Members of Scientology, yes, no, none of them have been. The staff, all of them are, everybody who works there is. And I will tell you this, I, I'm, and this has always been who I have been and will always be who I am. I always judge people by their actions. And I'm telling you what, this is, this is a really good group of people. I'm, I don't know, they could be evil in the night running around naked. How do I know? But, but, <laughs> Anyway, the rest of the time they're really good people, and uh, they're they're actually a pleasure to be with. I really enjoy being with them. Uh, I've actually found some people who run around more than I do, which is amazing to start off with. Oh no, Emily runs circles around my ass. Oh no, indeed not. So no, she's like she's like the blur. I, I think that's what I was name started nicknaming her the blur because it's like Shh, was that Emily? Shh, Matter of fact, I got some pictures of her where it's kind of a blur. She's gone by. <laughs> No, it's just hard work. Everybody there is, is really nice. And frankly, it kind of scares me sometimes they're as nice as this because them damn uh, rookies can aggravate the crap out of a pope, man. So I don't know how they do it. Well, no, I yeah. mean, they're winners. You know, there's a lot going on. I mean, there's a lot going on. And it's running in eight different directions. And um, the fact that everybody there keeps their cool is amazing. I mean, I don't know if they go home at night and be holes in their walls. That's different. But uh, really and truly, everybody there is very gracious, very nice, very well mannered, and very hardworking. Not Janice, you gotta you gotta win. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, enter at writersofthefuture.com, and um, we're accepting entries now for volume forty-one. So it's been going a long time. I think if it. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. An earthquake, John. <laughs> Um, they're actually, oh, actually, I forgot about these. Oh yeah. Hold on, Chrissy. I'll put them up there where you can see them. No, no, no. This set's not a for sale. This will get given away during the holidays. But, um, so right now they're 125. If you go through the website and get them, Maliva will be really happy and she won't try to hurt me when she sees me next time. And they're, 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 I think they're $60 off right now off the box set. I can't see my own hair right Hold on, hold on. Oh, there they are. Okay, hold on. Oh, yeah. There you go. They're underneath your alien skull. Oh, you got yeah. the set there. There you yeah. go. There you go. There's a box set right there. That's yeah. what it says. $125 for the whole box. It's 30 through 39 So um, we got some sets we're going to give away, but these are for sale. And these, by the way, one of these sets is never getting away. It's going in with the rest of them when I put my – because I'm redoing my studio right now. My wife the other day is going, what are you doing? I had a friend of mine come from New Orleans and just haul out like 15 computers out of the studio. And I did about 10 monitors. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I'm just getting rid of stuff. I'm, I'm trying to get my studio over again where I can have people in studio again. Yeah, that'd be great. You know? So right now you could be in studio, but you know, it's got stuff all over the place. And uh, we're slowly but surely getting them out. And plus I need 
I'm putting in a new type of shelves for different books, stuff I get from y'all, stuff I get from other publishers, stuff I get from authors. Um, so people can just see them up there, you know, because we get a lot of people who come on the network. And we got a new show that's going to be housing a lot of just, it's going to be just for authors and illustrators. That's all it's going to be for. I think it's going to be on Saturday. I think that's where it's going to be. Yes, it is. Well, because I, I work with Carmen, and Carmen gets me a lot of people. And then we got a lot of other authors that come on the network. And there's just a lot of people who read people. I know somebody the other day told me reading in cursive was dead. I'm like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I somebody who couldn't read in cursive. And I was like, I never heard of that before. And I thought, how can you not read in cursive? Like, it's not taught anymore. It's amazing. California just said. They're going to start teaching it again. We heard it yesterday on the news. This is Frankfurt you're looking at out here while we're talking. There we go. Oh, okay. That's what's going on. Yeah, we're jealous. We don't, we don't hear that you in Germany. We could, we could be hanging out in Germany, you know, chilling, having some wine. Well, maybe some beer. No, I'm not in the hot beer, guys. No, Battlefield Earth, you can get it anywhere. Galaxypress.com is the easiest place to go to get it, but you can get it anywhere. It's, yeah. it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's you can get it at Barnes Noble. You can get it at Amazon, yeah, independent yeah. bookstores, wherever books are sold, you can get Battlefield yeah, it's, it's, Earth. You can buy it's, it's, almost all the bookstores in South Africa. We've got Australia. We've got Canada. We've got UK. There you go. And if you listen to audiobooks, I mean, the, the Battlefield Earth audiobook has like over 3,005 stars on Audible. It's a really good audiobook. Joe's played it several times on the air. It's, it's an excellent audio. Um, Denise, I can't play it. I'm sorry, boo. I, I, I'll be finished it probably around Christmas and New Year's, but I can't play it. I'm sorry. It's Is that Mission Earth? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> Look, I'm just great to listen to it. Whenever they tell me they, they can yell here, but until then, it's, it's just where it is. Uh, yeah, that's just how it works. You can go buy the book. Yes. We yeah. gave away like 100 of them at Christmas last year. No, I don't have any left. I, I got one copy of Fear, and that's actually going to be my copy, and it's unopened. It's still in a wrapper. And uh, you mean all the stuff behind me? No, these are my this, – this at Christmas will get given away. Okay. Um, these are all autographed books that are all mine, so they're not going anywhere. And uh, and then there's other books that rotated through this loop up here for different guests that come on. Like Wolf Moon was just on a couple weeks ago, and uh, Black Lazarus Black was on a couple weeks before that. So you'll see their books up there as well for a couple of weeks after, I guess, for a couple of weeks after they um, have been on the network. Yeah. I, I like helping them out. I'm hoping they get rich and remember me. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get rich, man. Besides, you never know which one of these guys is going to make the next fantasy movie, next sci-fi movie. That's right. The next piece of artwork that just stuns the world. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't live there, so I don't know. Yeah, no. but the thing, the thing on this, where, where we started, what I really wanted to bring up because I know we've been bouncing all over the place, but just with the whole the scene on the, you know, in the wars, and it gets people all like freaked out. And it's just that. I mean, I've been at this book fair and people have been talking about like just the vibe of Battlefield Earth is, is a good book. it helps you to deal with it. You know, you just kind of like you've got a, you know, the scenes just is starts off pretty rough, you know, where mankind's been almost wiped out and it's just the whole human spirit, you know. So it's like how the human spirit can ultimately prevail under any adversity. And that's and that's something right now that's really important for people to get that feeling that like, you know, we can do it. You know, we, we can win out. We haven't had a, 
you know, which is probably what some of the people are thinking of too, some of the, the uh, anti-social people out there. But, you know, we went from World War One to World War II, and then Korea was right on the heels of World War II within a year or two. Yeah. And um, Vietnam was pretty much of a, a bust. But it's been for the last, what, 60 years, 50 years, it's been, um, there hasn't been any major conflicts that's affected us in North America. And there's been the continual since uh, since Israel was formed, was it 1954, 52 or something like that? Somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere around there. I think it was 54, but I don't, I don't want to yeah, swear. Yeah, when, when it was first formed and, and then the whole... Um, conflict because you've got the most insane scenario there. You've got one city in that location, which is the hub for for three major religions. It's like the holiest place for Judaism, for Muslim, and for Christianity there in Jerusalem. And it's just, you know, it's a, a simple formula for just disaster. So having something like where that. Where the world goes to talk about, Yeah. And it's just something where Ultimately, it is going to be um, the human spirit, you know, that that's going to prevail and will will overcome ultimately. And I'm a firm believer. And I'm an optimist, but I'm I'm a firm believer that that's going to be the case. And that's what, you know, we've got a world that's riddled by conflict. Yeah, science fiction can actually um, emerge as a, as a beacon of hope, and it can it can break through that, you know, just being stuck in. You know, you've got some, a lot of science fiction has gone in the last couple of decades in the area of um, dystopia. And this book here starts off from that type of beginning and takes it all the way now to um, how, you know, mankind can actually prevail. You, we can overcome the most incredible odds and still be able to, you know, pull it out of the, uh, out of the fire. I feel for you people. I'm going with Elon. We're going to Mars. Y'all have a good time here on Earth. Call me when everything's settled. <laughs> I'm going to do a live program. I'll talk with Elon. I can do a live program there. He's putting Starlink up. He's going to have a whole Starlink uh, Mars, system. Starlink on Mars. Yeah, he's actually going to start sending satellites in it, I think, in uh, the beginning of next year. He's going to put like 20 of them up there. You'll be able to Starlink the whole planet. And then he'll be able to beam it back there. So they're actually going to, he said this himself, they're actually going to do podcasts from Mars that are coming to Earth. I'm um, going, people. I'm just telling you. <laughs> Even I got to stow away, I'm going. You well, on that subject of message of peace in sci-fi, I just sent you both a link, um, the new blog that just went up about different um, books that uh, have a message of peace in science fiction. What did you send it? My phone or my email? My car. Oh, okay, hold on. I had that open a second ago. Ding dong. Okay, I had done with that bleep. Oh, computers just do whatever they want these days. Yeah, there's well, or, Orson, Orson Scott, yeah, Orson Scott Carr's got Ender's Game, which is that's that's in seriously intense. The Dispossessed by Ursula K. Le Guin, Dune, Frank Herbert, The Foundation by Isaac Asimov. What? When's part two of Dune coming? I've seen something about it the other day, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. Good question. Don't know. It's, I, I thought it's it was. It's um, for it. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. There's previews on, on uh, YouTube, but there's no dates or nothing. So I'm assuming we wait. Anyway, John, so I didn't interrupt you. I just, it's, when, she said, when you said Dune, it just clicked into my head. I was kind of yeah, like. Yeah, there's Starship Troopers. And one thing that uh, 
Robert Heinlein said, wrote in the in the book there, there are no dangerous weapons, there are only dangerous men. And, uh, you know, so you see, I mean, that's that's that whole thing that you find on all the, which we're not getting into, the whole thing on, on the First Amendment. You know, you see two different mm. views on that. But science fiction gives it, it provides because it is quote unquote fiction, um, and it's based in a in a future that isn't now. So you can go and make these conclusions and descriptions and decisions, and um, come to realizations and resolutions of, of issues that we're facing right now, but in a different area. So it's it's easy to look at it and see it being resolved. No. I'm I'm telling you, well, I'm resolving. Y'all think I'm kidding? Y'all, I'm going to Mars. Um, John John has faith in you, yeah, fellow humans. I mean, he he has faith in you, fellow humans, which is a good thing. Y'all should have faith in yourselves. But being that I'm part alien, I'm going to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> going home. I'm going. I'm just going to go hang out with my brothers for a couple. You know, you know, just just a couple hundred. Going to see Mama. Yeah, 100, 100, 200, maybe 300 years, and I'll come back and check on everybody, see what he's doing. Well, you know, i seen an uh, article today. They said by 2030, uh, humans should be immortal, meaning that disease and age won't affect them anymore. At, by 2030? By 2030. So I was, I, was like, I was like, that's what, seven years? Six years, really. Six years. Uh, well, they've been saying for a while now, for the last eight or, eight or ten years, they've been saying, that we're real close to being able to stop aging. Scares me. <laughs> so what about those of us who are going to be like in their 50s and stuff? I guess the young ones have got it good, but everybody, us older folk. Well, more than likely, I would imagine for the first 100, 200 years, only the people who got like $100 million in the bank are going to get it anyway. But yeah. Um, after that, uh, when, it, when it finally gets out of population, it's just going to get out to whoever wants to take it. But one of the things that Masters and Johnson had put out a couple months ago, was one of the ones they're working on uh, because it stops the genes. They think they can reverse the genage up to 20, 25 years, but they said it's going to probably be extremely painful. Uh, you know, that sounds like sci-fi to me, but well, I'm reading it. I'm thinking sci-fi the whole time I'm reading this, I'm thinking sci-fi, but they're thinking, and then there's a big, there was a big article done. There was a big meeting about this a couple of months back about should it be allowed? I mean, there's already 8 billion people on the planet. Um, so what they're now saying is if you take it, you shouldn't be allowed to have any more children. Hmm. So no children if you take it. You can have, as long as you don't have to take it, you can have kids. So go have 10 kids and then take it. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't, I don't know because uh, I might be tempted, but uh, I don't know. It would depend. To me, quality of life is as is, is important as longevity. So... If there's yeah. not going to be quality of life, why bother? Uh, we're not getting into that size, guys. That's a different thing. No, I'm just scrolling yeah. while we're talking. Yeah, so that's the thing with, with science fiction. It just it definitely has those themes that the, that's able to deal with, and the good authors are able to deal with it really well. And so you've got like the ones that we're listing here in the in this. Uh, this is an article on um, Emily. This is on BattlefieldEarth.com. This one's on GalaxyPress.com. Okay, on galaxypress.com. Oh, wait, no, I'm wrong about that. I think it's Yeah, it says battlefield.com. Battlefield okay, yeah, so, battle so, yeah. Right. 
Yeah, so it's battlefieldearths.com. And so, you know, you've got these various books which really address the, these uh, subjects, you know, I think quite well. And because it's science fiction and it's it's in that other realm, it's easier to look at it and to think about it because it applies to something else. You know, it's just, it, it has these different things that are posed in a different world or a different time, uh, different people, different problems. And so it's easier to confront that than it is to confront your own backyard. Um, Mikey, I don't, I don't, um, it's a total different subject here. Mikey wanted to know, do y'all carry Battlefield Earth, the movie? I, I yes, don't think you don't, because we yeah. didn't produce that movie here. Yeah, because you can get it. If you can get it on Amazon. There's there's two yeah. versions. There's the regular DVD, and then there's the um, um, what's the other high res one? The um, high definition. Yeah, yeah, I know, but there's one. There's the there's 4K, there's 8K, there's all kind of stuff now. Yeah, but it's uh, definitely out there. And know whoever said that earlier. I'm not changing cams because mine's got just a little bit of blur as it gets behind me, so you don't know what's going on all the time. Yes, because I hide stuff up there. Like whoever discovered the BB, we're giving, we're giving, we gave money away for this, a hundred dollars for whoever found the BB first. Yeah, well, one of my one of the listeners, uh, one of the viewers, wrote to me and said, "What is that in the, the, skull, the skull's eye?" And I told him what it was. So I got a wise idea about a week later <clears throat> on a show. I said, "Well, look," I said, "I'll give anybody a hundred dollars if they can tell me." What's in there? And remember the show the week earlier, I actually mentioned what it was. So really all I had to do is go, listen, oh no, they're on Roku, zooming in and out, trying to figure out what it was. Yeah, but somebody won a hundred dollars anyway, so it's cool. Now, I don't mind giving away money sometimes. When I got the money, I don't mind giving it away. Uh, when I don't, it's staying in my pockets, people. Um, no, we only got about we got about nine minutes. So if you got any questions, you better get them out now. Oh, what is that? Uh, Carolyn is where you at? Well, he's. Oh, oh, is the thing still going on in Germany? Because she said she lives in Frankfurt. Yeah, it's going on. It goes. It's open to the public tomorrow and Sunday. So it's at hey, the bookmaker. Okay. Go, go say hi to John. Yeah. Yeah, he's cute. I think he's cute too. Yes. Yes. Just see that the the lady in the blue down there. Don't get sassy because she'll fly over and kick your ass. Um, <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. God, I know I'm, I make her sound mean. She's not. She's a real sweetheart. She really is. Unless you make her mad, then she's not. I don't know. I'm just teasing. Um, Orson no. Scott Card. He's also one of our writers of the future judges, Orson Scott Card. He's a great writer. It, but most of their judges are somebodies. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I shouldn't have said it like that. That was a bad way of saying it. But No, judges definitely are because that's how they're able to qualify to become a judge. They, um, you know, I've, I've talked to almost all of them now, but not all of them. And, um, it's got like 20 something, I think now, uh, they're all good people, <clears throat> even keeled, which I really like. Some of them I like more than others, but that's just because I hang out with them. Uh, it's not a personal thing. It's more of a drinking thing. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. It's, um, I mean, really, everybody's really nice. Ed, what gets me is how much they go out of their way to talk to all these winners. I mean, they truly go out of their way, inviting them to lunch with them, come sit down over here and talk with us, because you're sitting there, wherever we happen to be sitting. I mean, I watched many, many of the judges after they had been uh, doing courses all day, sit down and go through stuff with these people uh, and not even phase them. I'd be like, yeah. I've mean, seen your ugly face enough for one day. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I know, but still, I don't know that. Shh. Um, 
again, the only way you can get there is to win. No, they don't even tell me where it's at. I don't know. You, I, yeah, so you can't even bribe me because there's nothing to bribe me for. <laughs> yeah, Marco, Marco Rubio, really, that's not your name. Are you really the real Marco Rubio? I don't believe that crap. Get, get off. Get, get out of here. And if you are the real Marco, well, thanks for jumping in and listening to whatever we're talking about tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe you. Yeah, I believe you. Yes, you're gonna marry Emily next week too. So I believe that too. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just leaving everything tonight. Um, I, I look, people. Um, if you get into a lot of Elrond stuff, you're gonna find that there's a lot of messages in there tucked away, hidden. Hidden's not a real good word, but they're not really hidden. They're, they're, they're really just in his work or on top of his work. But there's a lot of stuff in there, and a lot of it's done in satire. But still, it does play in to a lot of what's been going on, but not just that, a lot of what's going on right now, especially with the one I'm listening to in Mission Earth, there's a lot of stuff in there uh, yeah. that would definitely pertain to what's going on in our stupid planet right now. Yeah, that's right. Yes. No, I'm playing the alien that came from... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a few aliens that came over. People now I'm not playing Souls of Greece. I know that's not going to happen, but... Uh, he cracks. You know what's amazing, Jessica? We'll get back on it soon, but just Sultan Greece is the one that was most related to by the fans, by the readers. I bet he was. <laughs> yeah, because uh, <laughs> the actual hero uh, was was too uh, unreal to them. Perfect. Uh, yeah, he was. Perfect. He is a pretty boy. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But you know, there's pretty boys all over the planet. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's to me, he's a very believable character because I actually know people like him, but I also know people like Sultan too. So. There's a lot of people that, that can identify with Sultan. Um, oh, yes. And that should tell you some people, you should go read it. Okay. Now that, you, now that you've been insulted, you should go read it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I hope it does come out in a movie. I'd love to see who, who played this movie. Actually, it, it's, it's really good so far. Um, why can't I never remember his name? The guy who's playing, who's reading, uh, who's, yeah, just so, um, he does a great job with this character. Really? Everybody does a great job. And there's really good sound effects. I mean, everybody's doing a great job, but he's really like the narrator of the story. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's, it's, he's just such an ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it any other way, but when it finally comes out, yeah, I'll enjoy it. I know. I actually think I like it better in battlefield earth. I hate wow. to say it. I, well, I'm a whole re-judgment because I still got five books to go through yet. Yeah, there's, and, a, there's uh, a lot of stuff that you're gonna. Yeah. It's just it's and, and a lot, you know, at the end, and and then there's the end. So we have to we have to get through that. And I have to watch myself when I judge Battlefield Earth because as long as I judge the book, I'm like, yeah. But if I judge it by the movie, eh, I'm not as happy. Um, I love Trolto, but I just the movie just didn't do it for me. Yeah, well, the movie just didn't because even though they say they had all this money, a freaking it trilogy. <laughs> it was it was incorrect when they said they had this budget because they didn't have that much money. No, it, Roger Christian, he was on a, he was a guest on the podcast, and uh, they couldn't afford to go to uh, Scotland, which is where the book really goes, where Johnny gets the um, his yeah, fellow conspirators to take back the planet. But all they had money for was to get people to dress up as cavemen in Canada, and then there was uh, you know they had the, the alien the spaceships. Truth, he was alerted out to. Um, you know, fly their the just alien vehicles, but what they did instead is they said they were flying Harrier jets, and so that people just picked it apart because fuel wouldn't mm-hmm. exist for a thousand years. The jets wouldn't fly. They they fired guns that were long since would have expired. So it's just in the book, they're firing the weapons of the aliens, not 
Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. it it should have been maybe maybe not a trilogy. It, it could have been a trilogy. It really could have been. Yeah. But maybe if not a trilogy, maybe just two. But still, it it, it just needed to be stretched out some more. So, no, well, the that's book, what they the did. They went tried the first yeah. half, and if they they had a cliffhanger at the end, but because of the reviews, it the part two never got made. It's it's um no they were just trying to cram too much into one. It, it was a three yeah. hour movie to start off with, guys. But yeah, and it's, it's not that it's hard. It's it's worth it's well worth watching. I'm not saying don't you should watch it because there is a lot of funny shit in there. But um, uh, as does there is a lot of good stuff in there. But still, it's it's just just the way it was done. So it's just one of them things that was crammed into one movie. It should have been more than one. Well, we've seen that in other movies. It's not the first time we've seen this happen. Yeah, you know, but the happened. book itself is is different because that actually has the message. It has that, like I said, that, that really cool vibe that right now is just so, I think it's, I think it's really important because you just, if somebody gets caught up in listening to the news, reading the papers, they can get themselves all freaked out, you know? So it gives you a, a, a good perspective that you can kind of like chill a bit. Uh, all that audio stuff that we're talking about and the, and the uh, book stuff, you can galaxypress.com. Yeah, just go over there and pop yeah. in. It's um. What do you mean? Do they have Galaxy Press and I mean Galaxy Press, Battlefield Earth and audio? Do you, do you listen Battlefield to Earth is in audio. Yes, go to audible.com. See, or, she's nice because I was going to say, why the hell ain't you been listening to the radio station? You know, well, maybe that. they just tuned in. <laughs> See, they I told you, she's done. nice. <laughs> no, really, they do. It's it's fabulous. It's it's a long listen. I'm not going to lie to you. It's Forty four um, hours. Yeah. So you, what you do is you like, you do like I'm doing, like I'm driving right now, listening. So you just got to figure out how you can pace yourself around it in an hour here, two hours here, three hours here. Uh, so what I did like with this one, when the first time I listened to it, I replaced it where I was watching uh, the expanse. I just started listening to it instead. And uh, so I got it out that way before we played it on the station. And then we played it on the station and people love it when they play on the station. Yeah. I play, I do eight hour, eight hour shots in the station, except for the, no, one of the days is a little shorter, but everything else is eight hours. And it runs in between. It's this year it'll run between um it'll run the week before Christmas and the week before New Year's. And on top of that, we'll run um the right right on each night after that that eight hours airs, War of the Worlds air the original one, the whole thing with all the commercials, Orson Welles, the whole the original thing recording plays, uh, even all its cracks and pips and pops in it. Yes, it does. And and then there's something else we play besides that's another uh, opera we play, but it's a good man. I mean, if you're just hanging around, I, I had a lot of people wrote to me last year and told me stuff like on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, they just had it playing in the background. Mm-hmm. You know, just they were doing whatever they were doing for their holiday and they just had it playing in the background instead of having Christmas music. And don't ask me why. I don't judge. Um, it's that's what it's what they what they wanted to do. We listen. Well, we provided listen. for them. It's good. It's, it's yeah. good. It's good entertainment. Yeah, it is. It'll it'll be on. You want to adopt some chihuahuas anyway? Um, oh, is Lola there? She's yeah, but we don't want to see her at the moment. She's being bad. Uh, oh y'all, if you had a chance, I posted a picture of what I woke up to this morning on TikTok and, and Facebook. <laughs> evil dogs, man! I got evil dogs. People, I'm sorry, I get distracted. No, we're getting ready to Trust go. Them everything they know too. Um, we're getting ready to go. Oh, he can't answer that question. No, because it get him in trouble. So this question came in. I already said you can't answer this question, but this question came in and said, who is your all-time favorite winner uh, since you've oh, been with, with Writers of the Future? Who's your all-time favorite winner? Uh, 
Uh, there's been a lot of man. I don't, I don't need that's a hard one because I there's a few writers I actually personally that's like. like asking who's your favorite child. I mean, it's just not right. Well, I can tell you who my favorite. And we child. have over 900 children. <laughs> yes. Yes, there's, there's there's a lot of people. There's a lot of really good ones. Yeah. Oh yes, there's a lot. Of, I mean, uh, the four groups I've met, they have been some really good writers. Well, they're all good writers. It's just to me, some you know appeal to what more I'm into. Yes, I can't. That sounded stupid, but uh, no, really. Uh, um, you know, when I get to talk to them, I get to do interviews with them. So this year we were playing catch up from last last year. So we're pretty much. We're, I think in the last four years, we've only missed like maybe four of the winners or maybe not even that because Carmen's pretty good about getting them. Uh, yeah. I want to say, you know, so yeah. um, we've been, but you know, so now we're pretty much caught up on everybody and we've been doing this, some of the judges. Um, are you important? If you're important, write to Emily. <laughs> well, John's busy, people. He's damn, he's in Europe. Come on, leave a man alone. Um, no, right. No, really. If you're, if frankly, you're somebody, then you can, then you yeah, can visit frankly, this weekend. But if you're important, yeah, I can't tell you who they consider important. That's not my job. <laughs> no idea. Oh, I love these Everybody questions when they come important. in. See, yeah. again, Emily's way sweeter than it's way sweeter than I am. Uh, <laughs> you people know I don't think all y'all are important. Let's just be honest about it right now. Yeah, yeah. Come listen to the news tonight. You think I'm being honorary now? You keep me up at nine o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll see what honor he is. Um, no, these are they're both great people. If you ever get a chance to meet him, you should stop and say hello to him. If you're at any of the cons, like Dragon Con, or you're down in Tampa, or at Salt Lake City, or something like that. We're also going to be in Las Vegas, uh, November yes, 7th, Vegas. 17th, at the country, uh, the Stats Country Christmas. And we get to see both of them in jeans and boots and cowboy hats. Yes. They yeah. both Yeehaw. sexy. Yeah. They both sexy as hell in their little things, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, really and truly, if you get a chance to meet them, you, you know, go out of your way to say hi. Uh, man, they're good people, and they might and teach you. In Hollywood, we'll be having our Hollywood Christmas parade. You'll, we'll be all over the place there, setting that up and running that. And that but that's going to say if, if, after Thanksgiving. If you run into a girl, it's about yay tall, run like hell. Other than that, you're good to go. I'm not, I'm not mentioning no names because I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> no, I'm not mentioning no names. No, really and truly, any any of the bunch, if you can get to meet them, stop and say hi. I mean, if you ever happen to run into any of them or anybody you've heard us talking about, say hi. They're all really nice people. Don't don't harass them. Just say hi. We got to go. What? Okay. And so the last message is make sure you you know check out Battlefield Earth. It's got a good message. And right now we're really, really you know that video we played is just we want people to get that uh, message across there to like. Um, you know, the message is peace. It's not war. We need to like really just pound that in. It's like, you know, there's got to be a, a peaceful solution. And um, I mean, there's obviously somebody making a lot of money in what's happening here in all these different wars. Oh, but, you know that. Somebody's you know, get. We'll be talking about that later tonight. Yes, do you know what special forces? And no, they're not going to call me because I am way too old. <laughs> it's a, hey, crawl down and I'd be like, what? You crazy, man. I'd, I'd be teetering from my belly and shit. Now that's just not going to work. Uh, it's, oh no, I can criticize myself, people. I, I, I don't, I don't. My ego is not that easily bruised. It's, it's really not. Um, but again, but this we blog have, you're looking at here, this is on battlefieldearth.com. It's a blog. It just went up for this show, so we created it for this show to 
so that people can go to it and check it out. So it's battlefieldearth.com blog, and it's the most recent blog that just went up today. Yeah, well, no, Jack, I'm, I'm going to scan it as we're rolling out of here uh, so y'all can see it. But just go over and check it over, over at the website. It's easier. Um, you know what? Maybe I got to go. I, I have time to get on the website today. Maybe I'll add it to the website. Y'all can find it that way. That would be great. Yeah, because um, no, I don't. Af- after we're done here, I don't go back on live tonight. Actually, I got I to gotta go cook my. The queen said it's time to cook or else. <laughs> I don't, I don't yep. mess with the queen, man. Like, how do you think I live to be as old as I am? <laughs> Come on. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, you don't mess with the queen. She'll hurt you. And uh, oh wait, what was this? And that's what, what we just this? watched. Was that that's what we watched? Oh okay. Yeah, they know more of the videos on here, huh? I thought I yeah. seen t- two videos the other day. Um, not maybe not. Maybe I'm just cracking my brains up. But guys and girls, go check it out because we got to go. Emily's got some heads. She's got to go smack around, and and John got to get some rest because it's like midnight for this poor man. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She smacks some heads when she walk up. Ah. They be like what? what? And wait, that's see, that's the blur thing. She popping in. They're like, what the hell? <laughs> and then they'll be going back to doing awesome. She's like, son of a bitch, who was that? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it's, I wish I could videotape. It'd be great. Anyway, we gotta go. John, thanks for coming hanging out with me this afternoon. Good Everyone really I, I really hope y'all enjoyed the show tonight, you guys. Um, oh no, they're great people. Like I said, if you can if you can meet them, meet them. We got to go. Remember, news on the flip side tonight. We're going to have the crew out tonight. Uh, we got the new guy, Jack, who was, used to be Sean, but now he's Jack. <laughs> he got, yeah, you were the one that renamed him. Yes, I did rename him. Hey, it was time for a new name. And besides, it was a Triple J show that night, so it just stuck. Mm-hmm. And then we got another Joe, another Jay coming in tonight. It's going to be the quadruple J show tonight. Wow. Oh, uh, yes. We might have to invite the other Emily on so we can break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's just a bunch of old farts and we need something there that breaks up all them old faces, man. God. Um, this is this is after all, this is TV. We gotta go. Good night, everybody. Thanks for tuning Thank in. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll see y'all later tonight. And whoop, whoop, doo.